Support for the WSHU podcast Off the Path comes from Au Pair in America, cultural exchange childcare for more than 30 years. AuPairinAmerica.com. And from Webster Private Bank with personalized wealth management services to help clients move forward confidently. WebsterBank.com slash private banking. Member FDIC. A 56-foot cross looms on a hilltop above the city of Waterbury, Connecticut. It once welcomed visitors to a popular religious tourist attraction. It was abandoned and decrepit for decades. But there are still people who want to rescue Holy Land, USA. This is Off the Path from WSHU Public Radio. I'm Davis Donovan. I seek out striking and surprising stories on the road from New York to Boston. John Baptist Greco was an Italian immigrant who saw himself as sort of a present-day religious prophet. He was a disciple of Christ in modern times. Rebecca Greco Calabrese is his great-grandniece. She says Greco looked at the barren hilltop that overlooks Waterbury one day in 1955, and it just hit him. He had a vision. He remembered hilltop shrines from his childhood in Italy. Each village and villa in Italy had a saint and had a statue of a saint. That resonated with him. He decided to work on creating what he remembered in Italy. So he brought Italy to Connecticut. Greco went door to door and collected cast off scrap metal, plywood, and plaster. He actually would take pieces of people's, whatever they had that they were not using. And made a replica of the city of Jerusalem atop the hill. He built dozens of miniature houses, caves, and catacombs. He painted Bible verses on them, and he constructed a staircase up the hill that showed the stations of the cross, the events in the Bible that led to Jesus's crucifixion. Greco topped the whole park with a white cross and the letters, Holy Land USA, made to look like the iconic Hollywood sign. It opened in 1956, and then Greco set out to spread the word about his creation. He would travel, and he never even drove. He traveled all over the world. He would go down to down south, and he would preach. He preached the Bible, and then it would it word got out. Tens of thousands of people a year visited Holy Land, USA at the height of its popularity in the 1970s. Greco's great-grandniece, Rebecca, worked as a tour guide when she was a kid with other children in the family. They greeted busloads of tourists every morning. And we would just take them through. And people at that time, they were just enamored by it. They loved, they loved, you feel holy when you're there. Holy Land USA thrived until the mid-1980s. John Baptist Greco closed the park to do repairs, he said. He died two years later. At the same time, many of Waterbury's factories closed. Crime and unemployment went up. The city was ranked among the worst in the nation for careers and quality of life in the 90s and the 2000s. The former park suffered, too, The folk art, like Greco's statues and houses, fell victim to vandalism and the elements. Then it took a dark turn in 2010, when a teenage girl was raped and murdered on the hill. The park is still closed today, 
but there's hope for a revival. Father James Sullivan unlocks the main gate and leads me into the park. There's about a thousand pieces here. Sullivan is a priest at Waterbury's Basilica of the Immaculate Conception. He shows me a hillside dotted with Greco's handmade buildings and statues about Jesus' life, like the tomb of John the Baptist at King Herod's palace. Everything from the place of the Last Supper to Bethlehem to, of course, Calvary, the peak, trying to create as close a biblical scene as it would have been 2,000 years ago. Sullivan leads me up the hill along the steep stairway that follows the Stations of the Cross. He says the ascent makes him think of a passage from the book of Luke. Chapter 14, verse 10, come higher. It's really the call to every human person. No one wants to stay in a low place. We're happiest when we, when we rise in grace closer to God. A community group took down the old cross five years ago. They put up a new one on top of the hill and opened the grounds for masses on special occasions, which Sullivan has conducted. We crest the hill and get a good look at the cross. This newest cross is by far the, the greatest. It's taller. It's, uh, it will last many, many years, and it's very, very bright. You can see it from pretty much anywhere in Waterbury. And it's a beacon. It's a beacon to the valley and beyond. We stand at the base of the cross and get an incredible view of Waterbury and the hills around it. Sullivan points down to the interstate that runs through the city. The cars look tiny from up here. 225,000 cars pass on that highway every week. Those cars that are passing us right now, they can't see us, but they can certainly see the cross. I wouldn't be surprised if any number of them are saying a prayer at this moment. Sullivan hopes to reopen Holy Land USA. It's owned by the mayor of Waterbury and a local car dealer. They've had some fundraisers, but there's still a lot of repairs to do. I think all of us believe that there is a future here. We're looking at this as a place to come, pray, find God, find peace. And you don't have to read too far into the Bible before you begin to hear that God speaks on mountains. Even, perhaps, in theme parks. This is Off the Path from WSHU Public Radio. I'm Davis Donovan. Catch me on the road in search of weird and wonderful stories from New York to Boston.